So what do you say? You want to see my secret? What's up, guys? This is The Insiders, and it's time to take a peek into Abby's window. It is time for Abby's window, guys. Once again, another week has gone by, and let's get it right over. So, Jody, what's going on? And I heard you brought in a special guest to the window this week. I did. I brought in a very, very good friend of mine, Mr. Meta5. Welcome to Abby's window. Thanks, Jody. Thanks. Thanks. I'm very honored, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, so I have known Meta for uh, about a year. He is one of the other admins in the Firefly Funhouse fan group. I believe you are the one that gave me the nickname Abby. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, actually it was uh, me and uh, me and Eric. Yeah. Um, so we just celebrated our one year anniversary. And yes. for anybody that has watched the Don't Rush challenge that Abby's Window did, Meta Five is the artist in that song. He graciously gave me permission to use it, and I gladly did so. There you go. That's awesome. You did a great job. Yes. Did a great job. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And congrats on the uh, anniversary. I know uh, me and Jeff recorded a little piece for the uh, for the group. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Um, amazing accomplishment. You guys, um, killing it with the, uh, with the members and stuff like that. I remember when I joined and man, I, I it was probably, I can't remember. I, I think it was probably about 4,000 people then, or maybe five and it just exploded. So that's amazing. It's been awesome. I think we're almost at 15,000 now and we, our jobs are very easy because everybody else kind of takes care of it themselves it's just become very self-sufficient and that's that's great to have for a group that the members just kind of do what they're supposed to do and talk about bray and yeah it, it makes our job very easy well how did you two guys meet that did you meet through the group yep okay okay yeah uh actually uh, the uh the founder of the group and i and i believe it was one of the other current admins we were having this conversation about having you know someone else to join the admin group or what have you and uh we were all pretty much personifying ourselves as members of the uh the fun house as far as the puppets and everything were concerned and we noticed that jody she posted quite often she was on there a lot and i don't know if it was either eric approached me about it or i approached eric about it but long story short jody is now our abby <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome yep. right. awesome. meta and, uh, plays plays the role of of the fiend because he's got his little alter ego called malice ah okay, oh. <laughs> okay. yeah um i actually posted um because when jody posted her video of the uh the don't rush challenge i decided to do one for our uh one year anniversary at the firefly funhouse fan group and um if you watch at the very end you guys get a chance to see malice Ah, okay. I, I was I watching some of the clip, actually, a little bit ago. Um, I, I was watching some, but I didn't get to watch the whole thing. So now I'll have to, I'll have to make sure I watch it to the end. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so are you a, I, I guess, I take it you're into music, man. Yeah, um, actually taking music very, very seriously since I was about 17, in and out of uh, groups and whatnot. And um, 2015, I decided to venture out as a solo artist and 
the rest is history. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Do you, what do you do? Like local stuff? I mean, do you do, um, I mean, obviously no one's doing much of anything right now, but, um, <laughs> do you do, uh, you know, I, I know some people locally that, that have bands and stuff like that. Do you do like the local music scene? Do you do, do you, have you recorded stuff? Uh, yeah, I've recorded a few videos of performances, um, mostly local, but every once in a while we'll venture out of the States and whatnot, just trying to get as much exposure as possible. Nice. That's awesome. He's got a great, got some great music out there on, on Spotify and Apple music. Go for it. Go listen to it. Oh, there you go. That's awesome. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely include your information, links to everything, uh, in the description of this video so people can check it out. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, All Jody, right. I guess we should dig in, shall we? I mean, we didn't really think we were getting anything again, and oh, lo I and did. behold, um, we got something. So let's let's dig into what we got. I mean, we got Braun coming out and didn't you know doing a promo, mm -hmm. um, coming into the ring, and uh, and then he didn't get very far before he was interrupted by Bray in the Funhouse. So, what did you think? Oh, I thought it was awesome. I I knew we were gonna get something this close to Money in the Bank. It's not the go home episode, but I knew since he wasn't on it last week that we were going to get something today. And, you know, obviously we talked about this on, on the episode last week that, you know, we needed a fun house episode. And then on the go home show, we needed that kind of face to face and Hey, coincidentally or not coincidentally, I can't talk today. Coincidentally or not coincidentally. Um, I'll never know the answer to that. That's exactly what we got. We got a Funhouse episode, and now we're getting a face-to-face -face next week. So, you know, this Funhouse episode's up, starts up, and Bray's sitting there in that rocking chair, and um, decides to tell us a little story about the black sheep, and refers to himself as the shepherd with the sweet muscles, and how... The black sheep abandoned him and then all the others abandoned him too and he was all by himself and then the reptilians took over because that's what reptilians do which i thought was really funny and then said he wanted to change the ending so that he could go find the black sheep he wanted to take away what makes him the happiest take him to the slaughterhouse and then he got interrupted by braun and said why don't you come down to the ring and tell me that to your face and Bray just waved and said, I'll see you soon. One other thing I noticed too is that the pictures are back to normal. Ah, yes. Yep. That is very true. Good point. So the big, big taking points I think away from that were that was 95% all cult leader Bray. The voice was there. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you noticed, Jeff. I don't know if you noticed that too, but the voice was definitely there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, we just, we, uh, it's, it's crazy because we, <laughs> we talked about it last week and, you know, we said th this is, this is how we'd like to see it. So maybe, I don't know, maybe some uh, folks in WWE creative are uh, listening to Abby's window and in the inside of the podcast. I don't, Bruce Pritchard, <laughs> Bruce Pritchard, if you're listening to our show, give us, give us a little, give us a little brother, give us a little, I love you in our, <laughs> and, uh, you know, let, let us know, uh, you know, hey, 
what you know give give us some credit man you know yeah i mean yeah look at you uh, never we, know put a bit of bug in bray's ear you do not know man i i hey everybody gets ideas from everywhere so it, it just it yeah i mean it, it seems like we've been discussing a lot of these very things uh and it certainly looks like it's going that way so well well meta what, what did you think man man um as we uh as we've all talked about i the first thing that i did notice was the rocking chair i'm like okay this is also a little easter egg that they're gonna have then story time i thought this whole story time thing went pretty well um i did not notice that the pictures had changed in the background um i appreciate that one abby but mm -hmm. i actually thought that this was a very very good segue into seeing cult leader bray wyatt versus braun Strowman. Mm -hmm. yep yep yeah Great point. And uh, Jeff, I'll shove it right over to you, man. So um, again, we, we mentioned this, uh, you know, we all talked about this and what we thought was going to happen. What, what, did, what did you think? Did, you, did this confirm that for you as well? Yeah. I mean, just seeing, seeing the rocking chairs doing the story time and the cadence of, of Bray's voice, uh, I, I felt like it was a little bit different. Uh, this time around. So I, I definitely, I I think personally next week, we're not going to see Funhouse Bray. I think we're going to see Colt Leader Bray. That's just, that's what I think. I could be very wrong. It could, he could pull out that trick at uh, Money in the Bank, but uh, I think we're going to get something that uh, that's going to be a big talking point next week. It's not just going to be a, Two, you know, two big guys standing in the middle of the ring. It's something, something's going to happen that uh, really shapes what happens on Sunday. Meta had a good idea about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, as, as much as I enjoy Firefly Funhouse Bray, I believe I might like Firefly Funhouse Bray a little bit more than The Fiend. But I honestly believe that Braun is going to destroy Funhouse Bray Wyatt. And then the lights are going to go out and then you're going to see probably either a light showing the rocking chair on the stage or you might see the old lamp that's on the, uh, the mm. entrance right that's a good call okay. man. that's a good I, like I don't that. i don't i don't think we see if this is going to happen this way i don't think we see cult leader bray until money in the bank but mm. i think this face-to-face -face next week we'll get another clue and I could see it happening like that. Like Funhouse Bray comes out. We know Funhouse Bray wouldn't hurt a fly. And I think Braun Strowman will get one over on him. He'll look like the stronger person. And then I could see the lights going out and then coming back up. And you just see that rocking chair sitting on the on the ramp. What if, what if, the, oh, wow, that's really cool. Uh, what if the rocking chair is in there and then you hear he's got the whole world in his hands oh, playing on man. the. That oh. would be a nice touch. <laughs> I would die. Because uh, you know how long I've, I've been saying for months how much we need to bring that chant back. Well, I, I'll tell you what, it's going to be a swerve to a lot of people because I think even though, you know, I mean, the, the Bray fans obviously are, are, are getting excited about it, but it's going to be a swerve to a lot of the people who just know The Fiend now because mm -hmm. I don't, I honestly do not think 
And I think people are all expecting, and, and again, when they go face-to-face, they're going to be expecting a similar thing as to what happened with Cena, where, you know, Bray was, Cena, you know, the Fiend appeared in, in, the, in that little, uh, that overlook in the performance center, and then, and then Bray appeared in back of Cena. I don't think that's going to happen at all. I don't think the Fiend's Mm-mm. getting involved in this match. I really nope, don't. I don't either. I don't think we're going to see him. And I think it's going to swerve a lot of people because I just, I, I, yeah, I just don't think that he's going to see him. I mean, is everybody, are you, uh, are you guys still all on board with the fact that I don't think he's, I don't think Braun's losing that belt. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Braun is going to lose it, but Bray Wyatt will still come out strong. Right. Yep. 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 They'll, they'll do it in a way that, you know, it'll be some kind of DQ or something that keeps the belt on Braun, but Bray's still able to do what he needs to do. Yep. And in a way, you saying that it's going to be a swerve, it could be a swerve for the better because the people that do only know The Fiend and Funhouse Bray are going to be like, well, who's this guy? Right. Who, who, who's cult leader Bray? I need to go look at this. I need to go research this. I need to go find out more about this cult leader Bray person. And they're going to go back and watch all his old stuff and realize... I mean, how much greater he is than they think he is i mean it's a succession of a story here now because again we got it's a the, big picture in the yeah and in the funhouse match we got cult leader bray so yep. you saw him back there and then again you know like you had said and i think jeff had said we talked about this in the last show too is that you know when he swung when cena swung that chair mm-hmm. cult leader bray then was freed up and and then so again there you go i mean is it unlocking that personality again where that personality was buried i mean he destroyed that personality in the first episode of the funhouse so was is that personality right is that coming (laughs) back now because the lamp is talking to him more and all this other stuff so is that personality making its way back out now is it going to be exactly the same or is he going to be a little more brutal and I mean, that's hard to imagine because that character was pretty brutal the way it was, but is he going to be a little more sadistic with that character if that character does come back? I think it's going to be, he'll be a little bit more sadistic. It'll be kind of like cult leader Bray with the fiend underneath, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. He'll be a little bit more like the fiend but he'll still be cult leader Bray. You guys remember in the, um, the Firefly Funhouse match with Cena, when Cena was fighting Bray and it turned into Huskus? Yep. What if Braun is destroying the cult leader Bray Wyatt and it turns into Mercy? Mm. That was the shirt. It was, yeah. Yep. Because Cena was all about Husky Harris. He was talking about Husky Harris a lot. Yep. Even on his Instagram leading up to that match, he was talking about Husky Harris. Yep. He mentioned it in his little rap. Yeah. And yeah. Waylon Mercy is the cult leader Bray persona. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really – yeah, it, it looks it looks like a lot of this is taking shape. And, I mean, it's it's – again – Everybody was nervous when this started because they were like, well, there's no way 
WWE can come out of this with a winning situation because they don't want to make the fiend look bad by losing again, especially after he just lost to Goldberg. And we haven't seen him in a match really since then. Mm -hmm. Um, Or is Braun going to drop that title and look terrible and look like he's just a placeholder anyway. Um, And we, we, you know, we mentioned that as well. And it's looking more and more like we're going to get that, that funky story kind of a finish to this where, you know, like Meta had mentioned, Braun loses or wins rather, but still, you know, something happens where he keeps the belt, but it doesn't matter because he still changes. Right. And Bray didn't want the belt anyway. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I I, look, yeah. I mean, it, it really seems like it's taking that course. Um, And I I would be surprised and who knows? I mean, we may, we may still see whatever we're going to see. Um, but I would be surprised if we see the fiend at all, um, in this, in this Mm-mm. first, in this part of this rivalry. I, I don't, I just don't think, look, the fiend has no history with Braun, none. Um, the fiend has come out, you know, has come out to avenge things. Yes. But he really doesn't have a history with Braun at all. So I would think maybe Bray thinks that cult leader Bray can handle Braun, um, mm-hmm. and would need to have the fiend interfere. Yeah. Well, the Fiend really had nothing to do with Cena in the past either. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So I'm not, maybe saying, he, that the, I'm not yeah. saying that the Fiend would come out and help Bray win, but I would not be totally surprised if we saw some signs of the Fiend involved in it at least a little bit. Yeah, that's a good point. Because he may need that character to turn a character. So, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's true. Let me go to a couple things. I did put out a poll that I sort of I've put um, I put in our on our Twitter for this week's Abby's window. I said, "What is your prediction or theory for the Money in the Bank match between Bray and uh, and Braun?" Oh, I said, "Who wins and which Bray persona do we see?" So um, we got some responses. So Dave in real life responded, "What if we get something similar to the Funhouse match where we see all Bray's personas finishing?" with cult leader Bray handing over the sheep's mask to Braun, leading into Braun, keeping the title and joining Bray and a new faction. Okay. Uh, We had Mike Lister write, Hey guys, I listened to your latest podcast. Thanks man. Uh, And he listened to the Abbey's window with Jody may mention Jody as well. And (laughs) I agree that I could see a cult leader Bray facing either Braun or appearing at the end, which I believe will be the catalyst to Braun turning heel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he says, I secretly want Cena to return and attack Bray and Braun, resulting in a DQ. <laughs> yeah. Our own Sunny Wolf, Emily, writes, Funhouse Bray with shenanigans and mind games. Brings out cult leader Bray for a bit, goes back to Funhouse Bray, and then at the end we get the fiend. I don't know who wins, but I hope it's Bray or maybe a count out. Would that be better? I don't know. And then we had Yowie Wowie writes, ultimately, I think Braun will beat Funhouse Bray, but I don't think the feud will end there. I think we will eventually get the Fiend versus Braun, where the Fiend will win. I also think that maybe Braun versus Bray will be a cinematic match. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there are rumors that there may be some stuff going on there with the cinematic match. They're even saying that they're going to maybe use some of the cinematic stuff with the ladder matches. So I that is that too. certainly possible. Uh, certainly possible because 
I mean, and, and who knows, where will it be? Uh, what will they be doing? Where is it? Is it? I mean, look, if they're going to do a cinematic match, it doesn't even have to be recorded in the same place as the ladder matches. They don't have to have mm-hmm. it in the corporate office. It could be recorded somewhere completely different. So, um, look, if anybody, you know, if anybody should have cinematic matches, it's, it's Bray. Uh, yeah. So, I would, I, yeah. But, um. But yeah, um, it's it's going to be really interesting to see where this is headed. And then, of course, uh, we got a little bit later in the show, we got the uh, ad for the face-to-face mm-hmm. next week on SmackDown. So that's the go-home show. That is the show right before the pay-per-view. And we all know the crazy things that result in face-to-faces. So <laughs> what... <laughs> Well, they, they always go really well, right? Whenever they right. have contract signings and stuff like that, you know that really goes well. Um, so, you know, what are we getting next week? Are we going to see – I don't know. Well, I mean, you guys had just mentioned. Jeff, what do you, what do you think? Do you think they're going to – because I know you had a little bit of a different opinion because you thought that they should probably save – if it's going to be cult leader Bray, you thought they should save him for the pay-per-view. So what do you think is going to happen? Is the reveal going to happen? Something like Meta mentioned, are they just going to show the chair? Uh, yeah. Are they going to have the song? Are they going to have little kids all around the – no, they can't have little kids all around the ring. Maybe they'll put a bunch of mannequins around the ring. <laughs> uh, obviously, we have to be, you know, no, no social distancing. We can't have a bunch of little kids there. Um, so I, well, I don't know, Jeff. What do you, what do you think is going to happen next week? I'm kind of going back and forth on this. I, I think I think it would be cool to see Colt Leader Bray, but I think it'd be a bigger deal once it happens on the pay-per-view. Uh, mm-hmm. I, but I think, I think I like the idea of some elements of Colt Leader Bray just randomly showing up. So like the rocking chair or even him having another sheep's mask or something like that. But I'd like to see some kind of call back to that character for sure. Yeah, man, I I agree. I think it's, um, I don't know what we're going to get really. I don't know what we're going to see. I mean, this is always, it's, this is always the thing that we, you know, we're, we're always kept guessing until the end. Um, so I mean, but good it, at that. he is, yes, he definitely is. Um, but, and you know, I mean, obviously it seems like the writing is good. It seems like, you know, if, listen, if Pritchard is on board and, you know, he did write a lot or contribute a lot to the Cena match and Cena contributed some to it too. And if they're going that same direction and you would kind of probably think that they are, I would imagine that would mean that Braun is contributing to, which would make a lot of sense uh, because Braun and Bray are close. Um, You know, I'm sure Braun is, you know, and the stories we've heard about wrestlers in the past, who have, who have wrestled with Bray in this, in, you know, the time during the fiend have all said that they want to be, they, they're, they're thrilled to be part of the storyline because they love the fact that it's so dealt, you know, into it, he's so into it and it just delves into so much stuff. And so they all seem to really enjoy doing it. Um, so I would think Braun's probably having a blast with this too. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and, uh, yeah, I would think that, you know, no matter what they, they go, they do, I would think he's, he's probably got a good, part in it as well so um yeah man it's it's gonna be interesting to see i don't know man i i don't know which way to go on this 
Um, I think it's obviously going to be at the end of the show, uh, probably the last 10 minutes or so in, in next week's show. Uh, they'll probably exit on this. And, you know, we get Braun coming down in the performance center. And then I'm sure we're going to get a whole bunch of mind games. Um, mm-hmm. You know, does Funhouse Bray walk in from the crowd like he did the last time? Uh, when he was cutting the promo with Cena, that, that really good promo we know that they had. Uh, does he walk over the barrier and kind of talk to Braun outside? And then maybe the thing, then maybe we hear that, you know, maybe it goes dark. And then everybody all of a sudden thinks it's going to be the fiend. It's going to be the fiend. And then like meta and you said, boom, the lights come back on and there's nothing left in that ring, but a rocking chair Mm -hmm. and the lantern. I mean, what a moment. I, I think the sheep mask will come back to play in this face to face somehow. It depends on what they're going to do in the setup with the ring if they're gonna do it like a contract signing and there's a table there you know i could definitely see braun coming down and the sheep's mask is on the table or something weird like that uh i definitely don't see bray coming in um with a normal entrance i think it'll be similar to you know the cena face-to-face or you know he'll be talking to him from outside the ring or something like that you know, Braun will come down and start saying something and Bray will interrupt him. I definitely don't see Bray coming out, you know, to his Firefly Funhouse theme like he did with the Miz match. Um, but I definitely, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get on the meta train with this one and think fun or Funhouse Bray will kind of start it out. Bray or Braun will get the best of him and then we'll get more snippets of cult leader Bray. Yeah, but I, I don't. Think, yeah. Firefly, I don't think we see him until the match. I think Firefly Funhouse Bray might actually come out um, as he did when he went against the Miz, and pretty much toy with Braun to try to get it in his head and try to get him to try to snap just mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of joking around and kidding around with him, and then Braun can't take anymore. He gets the best of him, then the lights go out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, obviously he's got to get in Braun's head. Braun is Braun's kind of a happy go lucky giant. Now Um, Mm -hmm. he's not, he's not that mean, nasty guy that he used to be. So he's got to be, well, that's the thing. He's got to get him to change. I mean, because you know, he's, he's, you know, he's going around, he's having fun talking to Alexa bliss and you know, they're teasing back and forth and, and all that kind of stuff. So you know, he's, he's that happy-go-lucky guy now, and he's thrilled now that he has the belt and everything like that. And obviously, he's still, he's still a force to be reckoned with, but he's, you know, he's, he's got some work to do now because he's got he's to get that personality changed. But then again, look, Finn Balor was the happy-go-lucky guy too. Uh, when when he got him so I I, yeah I still think that that's what they're going for here I don't know Uh that it happens instantaneously and this feud can go on for a while now because you know there's been a whole lot of talk about Mr. Roman Reigns and uh, Mm -hmm. and and the talk is not good Uh, it's a little bit of how you know there's rumors out there now swirling around that he's fallen out of favor with 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 Vince which is crazy because he was Vince's golden boy and um, if that's true, um, then who knows where this is going to go? Because, you know, now you're going to have the money in the bank winners and they can play into this a little bit too. 
Um, you know, and I mean, how crazy would it be? Now, I mean, it wouldn't fit the story, but how crazy of a match would it be if Alistair Black wins that money in the bank and then Bray's a champ down the road somewhere? Um, I, 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 I well, would. Well, I mean, this. think about it this way too. When he was talking about his life as a circle theory, and Goldberg got into his circle, he never had beef with Goldberg before. Right. Right. So Alistair Black, if he if Bray is the champion and Alistair Black wants to get into his circle, yep. there's nothing stopping him. Right, right. And they don't have any history. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, it would definitely be a step away from the storyline. I'm perfectly content with Bray not having the belt. I really Me am. Me too. I, I think it's better that way. I think it's it allows him to do what he wants to do. Like we were saying before, you know, he's not the one being chased um so there's there's you know you don't have to worry about him getting involved in stuff like that and i think he's much better in that role mm -hmm. it took me a while to actually get to that point because i mean i love bray just as much as the next person and you want bray to be the face of the company you want bray right. to have the title but after listening to you guys and after listening to other people who are familiar with bray and familiar with his backstory and everything that's going on he, he doesn't need the belt no uh -uh. Right. He's got it. He's got himself built up enough now with this character where he's very much, very, I, I, you know, I take it as a very similar path to when the undertaker first started. Um, yeah. Cause I can remember watching him, you know, back when, when he first came on the scene and nobody, he was, you know, so mysterious, nobody knew what he was or what, but he was just this force and, you know, just this dark and evil looking you know, twisted guy who just came in and just wrecked havoc with everyone in the ring. And, and I think, you know, I think he's getting, Bray's getting himself to that level and, uh -huh. uh, and through the storytelling and through the character design and stuff like that. Uh, I, I, I think he's getting himself on a, on a, on a similar level. And, and again, with co comparing the two, uh, you know, Undertaker never needed the title either. Uh, nope. he, he had it a few times, but I, he didn't need that to be what he was. Well, and what did we remember about the undertaker? Remember how he was, we don't remember, you know, the takeaways from the undertaker as a character are the things that he did in the ring and the things that he did to people, not the belts yep. he won. Yep. That's not, that's, I mean, you know, I'm sure big undertaker fans remember every time he won the belt, but you know. Most people really are going to say we don't really remember a lengthy Undertaker title reign. No, yeah. no, I agree. I agree. You you remember his his the the matches he was in over the course of his career. You, mm -hmm. you know the buried alive matches, the casket matches, the yeah. you know all of that stuff is the stuff you remember. And and not like you said, not not so much the title reigns. And I think that it's gonna be, it's a similar thing. I, I I still go back to the fact, and I I know we've heard you know people who we've had on our show, we've heard Kyle um, talk about this in in his interview that they they put that title on him too soon, and I still believe that they backed themselves into a corner. Mm -hmm. I still believe that. And I think one day the story will come out. I mean, the rumors were there saying that it was because Drew McIntyre got hurt and Drew was supposed to be the heel and he was supposed to be the one facing Seth for the title. And that was the reason why. And Bray's overwhelming popularity got him inserted into that title picture. And, you know, they kind of just rolled with it and 
you know, and, and then it went from there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that I, I think he's much better, uh, much better without the title. And, and I'm always going to, I'm always going to believe that. Yep. I'm with you. 100%. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't, so Jeff, what, um, what do you think? I mean, what is your outcome? I mean, we'll get a little bit into money in the bank because obviously this is going to be not only our go home. We have our go home podcast this coming week for money in the bank. Cause that'll be the last one before, but this will be our go home Abby's window as well uh, because this will be coming out on Wednesday before the show. So um, let's just get our ultimate predictions here. So what, Jeff, what's your, what's your prediction for, for this match? I mean, what is, what is going to happen in this match? Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of mind games. Uh, I think we'll see uh, Funhouse Bray open up with Braun, and uh, like Meta said, he he will probably take a beating from Braun, and then we'll start to see some some theatrics going on, and I think we'll eventually get uh, cult leader Bray. I do think that the finish will be weird where – it makes both guys look strong. It doesn't diminish Braun's uh, title reign, and it also doesn't weaken the Fiend or the Bray Wyatt character as a whole. Uh, but I do think that uh, – I I will say this, though. If this feud does not continue after this, I would love to see Bray and Jeff Hardy do something. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, Jeff Hardy has expressed like crazy that he wants to do a match with Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah, so I really want to see – I'd love to see that to kind of <clears> – especially if, if the next if the next progression is Undertaker and then maybe Randy Orton. I'd love to see Jeff Hardy in there somewhere because there is history there. So I'd, there I'd is. love to see – I'd love to see what happens with that. There's also history with Brock there too. Right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, I'm going to say I'm going with the cinematic angle. I think it is going to be a cinematic match. Um, I also think that I and a bunch of everybody else that wanted it are getting their cabin match. I think that he takes Braun home. Because that is where he brought him into the fold. Mm -hmm. And if he's going back to that story where these guys were all his family and stuff like that. Now, how far did this go back? Did they know each other when they were children? Uh, Did Abby bring him into that cabin with them as well? Did he have... You know, did he have Rowan and, and, and Harper and Strowman all there with him? Were they all there? And was it not just Bray in that cabin? I think, I think we're getting some sort of cinematic, the one we thought we were going to get with Cena and what, what we all thought we were going to get because we were getting that artwork from Kyle and all that kind of stuff with the cabin. Look, we know, uh, one thing I'll say about Kyle Kyle doesn't always come right out and give stuff like that you're going to see right away. A Uh lot of the stuff that Kyle puts out there, you don't see for a little bit down the road. And Kyle's always one to tell us that you, you haven't seen anything yet is, is what he's famous for saying. So Uh 
a lot of times he's been planning ahead and I'm sure he and Bray have planned a lot of this ahead where they drew a lot of this stuff up and it's coming down the road. So, you know, the WrestleMania thing might've had been changed up or shaken up a little bit. And now maybe this is where he brings him back to a cabin. And if he's going back to that, then that fits cult leader Bray perfectly because Uh that's where he was now. And to your point and Meta's point too, the fiend is still part of that cabin. Um, So yeah, I think, I think we're going to see some sort of cabin something or other. I think that that's where this goes. Now we could, as of next week, I mean, when they confront each other, does Bray challenge him to a particular kind of match like he did Cena? And is that going to be the reveal of what the cinematic match is going to be? Um, I, that's my call. That's what I'm hoping to see. Um, and I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be another repeat of the Funhouse match. I, that I don't no. see happening. Um, I think this will actually be a match, you know, similar to what Jeff said. I think we're going to get wrestling in this. Um, I think, you know, and maybe Funhouse Bray does start it, but I think eventually they end up doing some sort of cinematic thing where it ends up back where it all started and how better to get Braun to revisit his, you know, the, the sheep persona, the black sheep than to where it all started and how Abby brought him into the fold. And where would that be? Well, obviously that would be in that cabin. So that's my call. Um, I don't think there'll be a clear winner. Um, or a loser. Um, I think this is all just, I think it's all mind games and I don't think it matters um, to Bray that he gets that belt. I don't think he wanted the belt. I think the toy he's talking about is Braun. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do not think it's the belt. I don't think it, it, it has it matters at all for this match. So that's what I'm going with. So Jody and Meta, go ahead guys. You, you let us know what you think is going to happen in this match. Go ahead, Meta. <laughs> Okay, let's say, for example, okay, Colt Leader Bray Wyatt, he's pretty much antagonizing Braun to basically let him in, unleash who he was, unleash the black sheep. So they're in the process of either, they can either be in the funhouse or they can um, be in the ring. Braun is just wailing on Colt Leader Bray Wyatt, just wailing on him. But he pulls back and he's very, very hesitant to deliver that quote unquote final blow. He's, he's thinking and then all of a sudden, the fiend appears with the black sheep mask. He puts it on Braun and then all of a sudden it changes from the ring or the funhouse into the cabin. Once huh. it changes, Braun is no longer holding Colt Leader Bray Wyatt, he's holding the Mercy, the buzzard puppy. Huh. Very similar to the Cena match, except in different atmosphere, and you've got a different uh-huh. puppet that you're talking. Yeah, that that that's really cool, man. That's a great theory. Uh-huh. Oh man, I don't know. I mean, Abby, when you mentioned you know Braun being there <clears throat> and Abby bringing him in, he did mention in that promo was it a couple weeks ago um, that Abby brought Braun to him. Yep. Did I hear that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I definitely could see it going. I definitely see it going the cinematic route, like everybody else does. And I could see the cabin coming into play. But you also have to think about what's outside the funhouse door. 
hell. So that's why, you know, the sign on the door says abandon all hope you who exit here. Cause outside those doors is hell for whoever walks through those doors. Right. So you could have it start the same way that Braun is in the fun house and he has to go out the door into his own version of hell, which could be this cabin. Mm. Because mm. yeah, that he that's in the past. He doesn't want to go back there anymore. He's been trying to forget about it. He doesn't want it anymore. So he could go out that door and be in his own personal hell, which would be back in this cabin with cult leader Bray. I do think that the, the sheep mask is going to come into it. And that is going to be what changes Braun. Yes. He's either going to put it on or Bray's going to put it on him. And that's what's going to change him. I don't think it's going to change him into uh, creating a new faction or anything like that. But it's going to change him into a heel. We're going to get a heel turn from that. And it's going to be the mask that signifies that change. I don't think he'll keep it with him going down the road. It will just signify that he's gone back into being this heel character that he used to be. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I agree that I don't, I, it's going to come out, but nobody wins or loses. Braun keeps the title, but Bray's able to exact his revenge. Um, I'm going to go against the grain and say, we don't see the fiend at all. If we do, it'll be, you know, a flash on the screen or something like that. Um, maybe a la you know, the laugh at the end when Braun turns heel. Maybe we get like a flash of the fiend on the screen with a laugh. Uh, but I don't think we actually see him in person. I think this is all going to be cult leader Bray. Well, speaking of that, I'm going to go back to some of the comments I got from the community. So we have WrestleMania. Shout out to WrestleMania. She, she changed her name almost daily. She's WrestleMania Egomaniac now. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, she wrote, I think it's Funhouse Bray and we get shenanigans. Well, I think we, we've all agreed we get some shenanigans. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, we have... Gendry, Kofi Kingston, 6195. He says, Bray throws Braun off Titan Towers and says, <laughs> I didn't mean to throw the giant, brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Monica King writes, I want to see a little bit of what we got at WrestleMania when we're in the funhouse, seeing Cena go through stages of his career. But I would mm -hmm. also want to see a good match out of Braun and Bray. I think it will be good. We have C.H. Ninny Muggins. Love that name. C.H. Ninny Muggins says, I think we will most likely get cult leader, Bray. How cool would it be if he came out to his old music? Bray oh. rewrote history, so that means cult leader Bray never lost to Cena. So cult leader Bray can wrestle again because he is now healed. Braun will join him again and retain somehow. Well, there you go. That's awesome, man. Uh, Bertrice M. says, I think we will get Funhouse Bray, but Throughout the match, he changes. Like we saw it, um, maybe something big happens during the match. We have Brady Margison. Uh, Brady says, I think we'll see cult leader Bray. I think the match will end when Braun uses a chair on Bray because Bray made Braun go crazy. Hmm. We have Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde says, <laughs> I think we might finally get a new character. Maybe Abby. Nah. Okay. Uh, I think Abby, we talked about this. I think Abby is going to get saved for Randy Orton 
um, when, yep. when, that, when that happens. Danny J. Pond says, uh, they've said Funhouse Spray, question mark. He, he just was asking a, asking a question if they did confirm Funhouse Spray, and it is not confirmed. Um, they did not say Funhouse Spray. They are just saying Bray Wyatt. So uh, good question, but yet they have not confirmed that it's Funhouse Spray. And then Jeffrey, he says, we will see all three. We will see Funhouse Spray, Cult Leader Bray, and the fiend. So he agrees uh, with, with what Meta says there. So um, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's looking like we're going down that road again. And it, it seems like we've mentioned this every pay-per-view um, <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that we just get taken down these, uh, these, these long roads and uh, it just seems to go from, from one thing to another. And, it, and it's looking like it's going to go that direction as well once again. So uh yeah uh it looks like it's going to be great and we all thought we were all excited when we first started this storyline a few weeks back and uh really we haven't seen bray um other than the funhouse uh the vignettes and stuff like that we have not seen him wrestle now for quite a while um just that little Since thing mania. With him, right that the little scene with the fiend uh when when he you know when he used the claw on cena at the very end um, other than that, um, that, that's been it. We really have not seen him wrestle. So it'll be interesting to see um, if, uh, if he indeed um, does, you know, come out and have a match and wrestle in this match uh, with Braun. The funny Braun. thing is, though, even though he hasn't technically wrestled since WrestleMania, I don't feel like we've missed him. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. he's still, even though we haven't seen him in the ring since WrestleMania, he still kept us engaged every single week. Even if right. he's not there, we still have stuff to talk about. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, look, we've always said this, and, and again, going back to the Undertaker comparison, a lot of times with that kind of a character, too, less is more. Um, mm -hmm. if, if you give people too much of that, um, it loses its mystique. And that was why that character worked so well. It was because you didn't see him every week. You didn't see him every week on TV. Um, in fact, if I remember correctly, and again, I'm going back a ways here, I, you saw him very little. Um, yeah. He wasn't talked about. He had a manager back then. So he had, uh, at first it was Ted DiBiase that brought him in, and then Paul Bearer took over. So you, when they cut promos, it was Paul Bearer that was talking. It was an mm -hmm. Undertaker many, many times that would come out and say things. In fact, Undertaker didn't really speak very much. So it was Paul Bearer who talked, or it was, you know, DiBiase who talked. So for Bray, he doesn't need a manager because he's got his other persona. So mm -hmm. he can talk through that. You, you don't need a manager to do that for you. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it, look, less is more. And, uh, and we always think that. And, and you don't need to have this character on the show every single week um, right. for it to be successful. I agree. I agree. So, guys, um, what, I mean, we saw, uh, you know, we always talk about some couple, you know, other Bray topics. Uh, we did get some merch. I know Days did a video on, on the, uh, the merch that came out. Um, I got my, uh, what are they called? Bleacher creature. I got my bleacher creature uh, <laughs> in the other day. It was, it was, I'll, I'll be honest. It was a little bit smaller than I thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking the old buddies that, you know, the old wrestling buddies that came out years ago and I was kind of expecting it to, to look like, although the wrestling buddies kind of were just pillows. 
Um, so, you know, this does have a lot of detail in it. They, they did a really good job with it. Um, but it, it was, it is, it was tinier than I thought it was going to be, but it's, it's, it did really, they did really well. Uh, it's got the dreads there. It's got the, the herd and heel gloves. Uh, the face, uh, is, is pretty much perfect. So, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, we also got a mask, uh, finally, Yes. Yes. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, I, and I, I reached out to Jason, um, because I wanted to know if this was the one he had mentioned, because he mentioned on our interview, uh, that before access, they were supposed to be, um, do, you know, doing something with a mask. So I did reach out to him. I haven't heard back from him yet, um, on it, but I'm curious because I want to know whether or not, cause we were all thinking that, you know, listen, if this is going to be something Savini produced, it's going to probably be really expensive. Um, like more, more than even, even that one is, uh, mm -hmm. but you know, some, something that maybe was more of a collector's item. So I'm curious to know, uh, whether or not, but again, you know, we talk about this every week too, is like, it just seems like we get new stuff, uh, you know, more and more every single week uh, with this character. And uh, it's probably just going to keep rolling along, man. I mean, he is their number one merch seller uh, without question. So I think that mm -hmm. we're just going to see more and more and more uh, rolling along and coming out down, down the road. So, um, so Jesse, I saw you reached out to Jesse Cage on Twitter again. I did. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> Jesse, uh, uh, in case you guys haven't know, uh, you guys don't know, um, uh, Jody's been trying to reach out to Jesse Cage to get him on our show as well for an interview somewhere down the road. So we're still uh, we're still kind of waiting on that one. He's got some legal things he's uh, he's he's dealing with and trying to figure those out. So hopefully we can get him on the show somewhere down the road as well for you guys. And uh, and yeah, so. So let's wrap this week up, Jeff. So, I mean, what, what uh, final thoughts from you? I'll, I'll give some of mine and then we'll go back to Jody and Meta for, uh, for their final thoughts on, uh, on, on our show this week. I thought the Funhouse episode was, was great. Uh, I, I think we got a lot of, uh, a lot of little clues here and there, which, uh, which I really like. Uh, I love the fact that they're doing the face-to-face -face next week. Yep. Um, you know, and the last thing that I'll say is, um, you know, like I said earlier, maybe we have some WWE creative folks um, <laughs> listening um, to Abby's window and to the podcast. Um, you know, I just want to say, you know, we won't we won't charge that much <laughs> to us. <laughs> Reach out to us on Twitter or email us and. Um, We'll send you our fee, but uh, but yeah, we, we promise not to charge that much. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, I want to see. So I, yes, I I love the episode as well. Um, I you know what, this has to be done at some point. So we all know that this character is is based on a Mister Rogers type character. He when he's sitting there in that chair like that, that at some point in time he's got to he's got to change the sneakers. He's got to do me that little solid and change the sneakers um, because it'll bring my childhood roaring back to me when Mr. Rogers came in, you know, and changed the sweater and changed the sneaker. So, you know what? There you go. If they, and like Jeff said, if creative is listening, 
you know, play this Mr. Rogers angle up a little bit, you know, come on, have him, have him sit down, relax, change the shoes, you know, if maybe that throw ever happens, I will hit the ground laughing if that ever happens. <laughs> oh maybe, maybe, maybe throw on a cardigan, uh, you know, I don't know, um, you know, good, nice little button down number and, and, uh, you know, Hey, um, I mean, we have the puppets just like Mr. Rogers had, right. He had the King and the queen and all of those guys in his make-believe land. So, come on man you know give you know give us mr rogers guys something uh something to hope for here so <laughs> wow man so go ahead jody and meta and, and meta again thanks for being with us before we leave today obviously um shout out your uh, where people can find you um on social media um obviously where we can find you on uh, youtube or anything like that if you've got anything from the music out there let us know all right no doubt no doubt no doubt um, anyone who wants to reach me on Twitter, just um, at Meta5, M-E-T-A-P-H-I-V-E. I'm on Instagram as the underscore Meta5. Uh, all of my music is available on Spotify, uh, Google Play, uh, Apple Music, iTunes, all that good stuff. Um, and also uh, for the uh, Bray Wyatt fans, the song I Am Fear was uh, inspired and dedicated by Bray Wyatt himself. Um, if you guys take a listen to it, you will recognize a certain voice in it. Um, <laughs> and I also have to uh, give a shout out to my, uh, my brother, uh, Camo, who uh, produced the track. And yeah, that's, that's, that's about it as far as our social media and music is concerned. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, thanks for being with us. Uh, yeah, stop back anytime. Always welcome uh, members of the fun house and stuff like that. And before I let Jody take us out, Jody um, and Meta and everybody else who's involved, um, congrats on that year anniversary. Um, I think that's um, amazing. Uh, and again, you know, the popularity of that group just soared. Um, and, and obviously uh, you see why. And, and, and if you guys haven't joined it, if you're listening to us and you're on Facebook, um, go over and join it. It's a really good group of people. Um, really fun group too. Um, there's constant posts up about Bray, uh, whether it's theory posts, whether it's merch posts, everything Bray related. And that's all they allow in there, guys. Don't try to post anything <laughs> about Liv Morgan. Exactly. Don't post stuff about Liv Morgan. Um, Please. <laughs> Please. Um, yeah, join a Liv Morgan group if you want to do that kind of stuff, guys. But yeah, uh, but if if you uh, if you if you really if you're a big fan of Bray's, just head over to Facebook and and uh, look up the Firefly Funhouse Facebook group and uh, and join those guys. So that's Jody, nothing against Liv Morgan, by the way. No, no, not at all. I <laughs> hey, I picked Liv to win uh, Money in the Bank, so we'll see how my prediction goes. Um, but yeah, no, nothing against her at all. But you know, let's let's get <laughs> over the she's let's get over the fabulous. Let's get over the whole live being Abby thing, though, because I think that's really run its course. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I do not think that's going to happen. But no. um, so, Jody, uh, take us out. Uh, final thoughts, and uh, and we will uh, get out of here, and we'll wait with anxious uh, anxiousness to see what comes on Friday, and then obviously Sunday. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. Loved the Firefly Funhouse episode, as I always do. Never really any different. Um, I think the, the match is going to be fantastic and we're going to see lots of mind games and hopefully we get to see cult leader Bray because that's the version of Bray I fell in love with. So I'm excited. I think, um, you know, WWE creative listening is a little bit of a stretch, but 
I don't think it's unreasonable to think that maybe somebody put a bug in Bray's ear. So I would go as far as to say, Bray, if you're listening, we love you and keep up the good work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty convinced, Jeff, that I think no matter what type of version Bray comes out with, I think Jody's going to be pretty happy with it. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I, you know, it might be a little bit of a reach there, but, I, you know, I kind of I think that, uh, you know, no, no matter what version we get, I think Jody will be pretty happy. Yeah, and uh, and the other thing that we know about whichever version of him comes out, he's he gonna smell, smell good. glorious. Uh, <laughs> we always have to give a shout out to that. Listen, you know what? And if you it, look, if if you guys are listening, like you know, we're we're kind of alluding to. If there's anyone listening to this out there that is WWE related, you guys are silly if you don't make a Bray fragrance cologne something or other i don't know get a little fiend head bottle and put it in there um look and it's obviously screaming all over the place here to be made so let's get on that guys and look if we see that happen in a couple months then then we know that there are people listening uh, yes. look i mean it, oh i think if we see the next funhouse episode and bray changes his shoes <laughs> I, uh, hey, my jaw's gonna have, hit the floor uh, look man i i'm telling you i i want to <laughs> i want to see it i i want to see it i'm telling you know you. how we could we could really really know for sure is if bray gets on twitter and follows the insiders wrestling podcast there you go we'd be we'd be perfectly happy with see i would forego sure. I would forego anything, you know, any kind of waiver, anything like that, that I would need to sign. I'd forego that. Um, I'd be okay with that. That would be, that would be payment enough. So there you go. There you go. Not that hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So great. So great. Hey, listen guys. uh, I appreciate everyone who joined us tonight. Thanks Meta for coming on with us as always. Thanks to my co-host Jeff and thanks to Jody for hosting Abby's window and thanks to all of you in the community as well. You guys love this as much as we do. I know um, constantly throwing out questions and stuff for you for the show. And you guys are really cool about getting back to me on it. So any questions, I say this to you guys all the time, questions or anything like that, that you want us to talk about in the show, let us know as you always do send us a DM to our Twitter account, send one to Jody as well, or just hit us up in chat at some point in time. And we will definitely, Definitely get back to you on that. So, hey, guys, listen, enjoy the rest of this week and enjoy SmackDown and the confrontation we're going to get. And we will record again after that next. Well, we'll have to see. We might we might have to do a little bit of change because of the pay-per-view. We might have to, you know, we might have to do a little bit of something a little bit different uh, because I'm sure we're going to want you're going to want to get our thoughts um, on what happens in money in the bank. So, um, we'll, we'll figure that out and we'll, uh, we'll get back to you guys on that, but Hey, have a great week and we will talk to you all next week. Take care, everyone. Enjoy your night.